0: Oh, <laughs>
1: It came from the video
2: store. I'm one of your hosts. I'm Eric. I'm Brandon.
1: I'm Chris. And
2: today we have a uh, sorry, we have a special guest host.
3: I am Rudy. Thanks for having me on the show, Eric and Brandon. You're welcome. You're welcome.
1: And fuck Chris.
2: <laughs> 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 All right. Uh, so today we're not really doing a movie review. But uh, I don't even say we wanted to do reviews. I feel like we just rip them apart half the time. When Sometimes, so? on our best days. Uh, but given the fact that it's the first week of October,
1: and uh,
2: we love horror movies, so we're probably going to do an episode a week instead of our bi-weekly, uh, we are going to start October off with our top five Halloween picks. Um, these are movies that either kind of get us in the Halloween spirit, or... Either we watch every Halloween, or we want to watch this Halloween. Um, so. Number five. Alright, who wants to go first?
1: Uh, I'll go first. Um, I'll say a lot of my movies aren't really, like, horror. I mean, some are horror, but more, more so horror elements, like the monsters or whatever. Um... I'm gonna start number five with Hollow Man. Just because it's a very different horror movie from ones that I've seen.
2: More of a sci fi horror.
1: Yeah, basically. Um, for those who haven't seen it, it's with Kevin Bacon and I kinda forget the other stars that are in Josh the
2: movie. Brolin, Elizabeth Shue. Yeah. Those I mean those are the only heavy hitters in in that friend or not that franchise, but in that movie.
1: And uh, I believe it's a group of scientists and they're trying to discover the ability to turn people invisible and they managed to do it. Kevin Bacon is the person they experiment on and eventually Kevin Bacon loses his shit and starts killing everybody. I just thought it was an interesting flick.
2: Dude, he's good at playing a psychopath.
1: He is. I like him.
2: I felt bad for all the animals he had to kill in that movie. (laughs) He he kills a dog, right? Yeah, I remember he takes a dock and like smacks up against a wall. What?
1: I, uh, yeah, yeah, it it's pretty brutal. <laughs> this it, is it, brutal. It,
2: It's kind of like a modern take on the well. It's obviously a modern take on the Invisible Man. Mm-hmm. But instead of just mainly only him knowing the condition, it's like a group of scientists and. I like how their base is like underground, like, cause they got that giant elevator scene in the end. So you you feel like, their their little laboratory is at least like a mile under the ground. Yeah.
3: Um, it's definitely its own independent movie, and it shouldn't be attributed to the universe Universal Monster Movie Universe. You know. Yeah. So I w- do look forward to seeing um, that movie in the future. So I do hope you make an episode about the Dark Universe. I've been looking forward to those movies for a while now. Um
2: yeah, I like Hollow Man. It's uh, have you seen Hollow Man too? With oh. Christian Slater.
1: Oh God, no! I didn't even know there was a two.
2: Dude, it's nothing to write home about. Cheesy. It like he's like a war vet who they tried this on cuz were trying to make invisible s- soldiers and he get he goes crazy.
1: Okay. So then
2: uh I think it's like a detective or someone that's going after him and he felt he thinks that the only way to catch him is to also go invisible. So it's like Hollow Man versus Hollow Man.
1: That's kind of cool, I guess, but I don't know how you would see him. Uh,
2: <laughs> cuz the main battle they fight in a rain. It's oh. What movie is this? Hollow Man 2.
3: I saw Hollow Man 2. I can only remember the ending, actually. I think he got killed by poisoning,
2: was it? She tries injecting it, like, he kidnaps somebody. Christian Slater kidnaps somebody, and she, I don't know if she's trying, he wants a cure, or if he wants, like, a permanent Mm -hmm. uh, invisibility, and she injects him with, like, rat poison, and it affects him to where he's, like, barely visible, like, he's kind of, like, blue. Or he shows up in the end, so he's... I think as they're fighting, he slowly starts to appear. But then this is funny because like the hero Hollow Man is fighting Christian Slater, and I mean, Christian Slater's like bare ass naked, <laughs> very uh, uncomfortable. That,
1: that's always what I look forward to in a movie: bare ass naked Christian Slater.
2: <laughs> Dude, everybody loves <knows> Christian Slater. <laughs> Broken <laughs> Arrow. Have you, you seen no? Have you seen Heather's?
1: No. Cool, well, movie. We
2: might do an episode on Heather's one day
3: but alright and what's we'll go next with our uh I'll go okay uh, the first one I would say number five at least you know counting down was Sinister
1: Okay, that's now, a good one
3: I liked it because um, there's a new genre of horror movie coming out and it's kind of like the supernatural horror movie and it's kind of what everyone is scared about the supernatural the things you cannot explain it's basically basically the whole realm is up to yours to do what you wish mm-hmm. and uh, later on during my list you'll see more of what I'm talking about but Sinister, I like the idea of, you know, just children killing people. That's always kind of like the...
2: Yeah, it's definitely... It's different. And I feel like that movie is very underrated.
1: Mm. Yeah, sometimes. made some
2: a ways. lot of
3: money for a low-budget
0: movie.
2: And I remember... I mean, I didn't get really get any jump scares. Cause I felt like some of the jump scares were predictable. But when you see, like, the, the graphic videos, you can't stop and go, oh, shit. You know, like,
0: mm-hmm.
2: very... It's... I guess kind of a shock horror because I don't think when people were expecting to see this movie, they were going to be seeing kids killing their entire family.
3: Yeah. Yeah, that was definitely something I was not expecting and some of them were pretty gruesome. So, it's always, not I won't say good to watch, but always good to be surprised at a movie.
4: Yeah, out of the ordinary. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um.
3: So that would be not my number five.
4: Have you seen
2: Sinister 2?
3: I didn't give it a chance. I mean, I like the movie, but it's- I... It's... I didn't even I knew right away it was going to be bad yeah it's not it wasn't bad but
2: I only watched it to see the interesting kills they were going to put in because that was a cool thing about Sinister out of anything was just like the unique ways that they had these children kill their parents yeah. so when I watched Sinister 2 but even the kills in the new one it's like
3: eh you know That's definitely yeah, the something first that one you, was brutal you were cringe! time you, you see one of the old tapes play the all right, this is going to be bad
2: Plus, like, the, the, the ghost in it, or, like, the main antagonist, or, you know, the, ba- the boogeyman they have in there, he looks like he's from Slipknot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think. yeah. like, he, someone, the like, could, yeah, like, if someone was trying to come up with a design for this guy, and then they just happened to put on, like, Iowa, and was just listening to Slipknot.
1: <laughs> it was still creepy, though, especially in the scene where it was, like, you saw him in the water, or whatever, in the pool, mm-hmm. and then he just, like, looks at the camera, I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> All
3: right. I like that. It was kind of just uh, even though it was generic face, it was kind of like that face, that obscured face you always see in those creepy photos or movies. You know, you can't explain. Mm-hmm. You know, or you see it in the clouds. Kind of just that, that kind of face. You know, it could just be anywhere.
2: I think didn't when Sinister come out. Wasn't it like a double hitter for Ethan Hawke that year? Because he had that and Purge. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember making a joke like, "Dude, does he ever make a movie where he lives now?" He, <laughs> I like, mean, he's starting to turn into Sean Bean," but I mean. For a while I thought he was gonna become like just something like a horror actor. Which is nothing wrong with that. I think uh not to get off topic, but uh Patrick Wilson from the Insidious Movies you mm-hmm. know, he's insidious in the conjuring and I I'm pretty sure he's done another horror movie. He's slowly starting to come like an iconic He's a, he's horror. a good actor, I like him. No, he isn't, but like I like the fact that like you know, you get a a, a decent, well known actor in these horror movies because it kinda brings you back to the days of like Vincent Price and, uh, you know, uh, Boris Karloff. Like you had a well-known actor, and then they also did a lot of horror. So I kind of like that, you know. All right, Brandon, you wanted to go.
4: Is it, Am I the one that hasn't gone yet? I haven't gone either yet. Um, do you want to go? Uh, I'm thinking about changing my number five. Oh, well, man! Give me one sec. Number five. I didn't number mine. I just wrote. <laughs> five minutes before we started, I just sat in a room just writing down movies. Uh, I'm oh gonna. I, I, my number five. It's a kids movie. It's a scary Godmother. Scary Godmother. Yeah, no, no one's seen it. Brandon's you? the
2: youngest one in the group, by the way.
4: But <laughs> <laughs> uh, I only picked it. Well, I figured everyone's been picking go- like horror movie, like actual gory stuff. So I figured why not pick a kids one. About that hey, cartoon. Amber's seen it. Amber's seen it. And Amber's older than you. Cartoon Network, Scary Godmother. Yeah, I've seen the Scary Godmother. That was entertaining. I like that one. Thank
3: I you. Don't, I don't know if it was um scary, of course, but it was might entertaining. As l- <laughs> might as well
4: do Mr. Boogity. Oh, <laughs> uh, I didn't think about that. Yeah, but that's like something like, no one can be like, oh, I'm going to go to the store and get that. You can't find that anywhere other than YouTube. If you guys want,
2: not that this counts as my top five, but have you guys ever seen, uh, is it Oogity Boogity or Mr. Boogity? I believe it's... Mm, uh, just, just keep talking. It's a Disney mind. movie, and it's got uh, the kid who played Bud on uh, Married Children, and it's got... Uh, I forgot the guy's name, but he was, in, he was Stanley from It, grown up, the one that kills himself in the tub. Okay. And their family moves into this old colonial house, and you find out it's haunted by like this pilgrim who like studied black magic, and his name was Mystery Ugri. Sounds kind
1: of interesting, but not... And
2: he haunts the house, but it's like it's a Disney movie, and the family... The dad sells, like, gags, like, uh, joke, like, like, uh...
1: Prank stuff? Yeah, and, uh... Stuff you can find at Party City.
2: Yeah, <laughs> because, like, there's a part <laughs> where, like, the daughter goes into a house, and she finds, like, green, slimy footprints on the wall, and he thought she came up with it, and he's like, huh, i can have to market these. I think Christy Swanson's in it, too, who played, uh, like, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. She was in Phantom when we watched, when we mm-hmm. watched Phantom, but... Yeah. Yeah, it's way off topic,
4: but... So. Uh, uh, I think it's, it's Mr. Boogity. Mr. Boogity. Yeah, because the second one is Mr. Boogity and the Bride of Boogity.
2: You can only find these on YouTube, by the way. They're super out of print. Wow. But. but okay, so I guess to go with my top five, or my, my number five, because um, I'm changing my list right now. <laughs> Originally, my number five was going to be Hatchet. Some people are going to shit on me for this, but my number six was... Uh, I'm moving my number six to my number five, so my number five is Ernest Scared Stupid. That's <laughs> fine. Which, which, if I didn't see his list, that would have been my number five. Well, I like it because, A, I like the Ernest movies, and B, it's one of those movies that anybody could watch. You know, if you could watch it with kids, you can watch it as an adult, it's got a strong halloween vibe to it it's like old-fashioned practical uh i mean we're doing an episode on this anyways so might as well just i don't want to get too much into it but it's it's fun it's a fun horror movie or a uh, family horror movie and uh i i wanted my list to kind of incorporate different genres of horror mm-hmm. so there's something that I, I wanted something that everybody could watch uh, but I will say this: it was tied with Hocus Pocus.
3: Hocus Pocus, alright.
2: So uh, definitely a
1: classic.
3: Mm-hmm. But I feel
2: like if that's not even if that's not even in like your top like thirty Halloween movies or not even in your top ten. It's like you suck. Because <laughs> I know a lot of people that are like hardcore horror fans are like they will watch the most twisted movies. I'll make you puke, but then you mentioned Hocus Pocus and they melt. Yeah. Everybody loves Hocus Pocus. I've not met one person that doesn't like Hocus Pocus.
3: I think it's part of everyone's childhood.
2: And not that that's part of my my, my top five. It isn't. It would be, but I, I don't know. I just, I didn't want to go for You're that. You're very
1: passionate about it. I'm
2: very, <laughs> I, I love it. I, I just didn't want it to, I feel like that uh, is automatically part of it regardless. Like, I'm going to watch it regardless, but... I wanted to choose movies that maybe weren't typical, I guess. So yeah, Ernest Scared stupid. All right. All right so, uh, I agree
4: with that. I number, agree. number four.
1: Um, I'm gonna go with the Mummy, and I'm gonna be clear the Brendan Fraser version. <laughs> okay.
2: No, I got I got no complaints, but it. it's more. It's like an Indiana Jones horror
3: movie in a way. Definitely. It's got an Indiana Jones feeling.
1: I mean, there's... I haven't really seen the... I mean, I know they made a new one. I haven't seen the new one yet. So I'm not going to be too judgmental about it. That's why I wanted to clarify the Brendan Fraser one. But, um, yeah, Ted. Used to scare the crap out of me with the uh, scarabs coming out of his mouth or whatever. Oh, and he got like under the people's it skin. It would like crawl on his face and he would like eat it. I was like,
2: Ew. I mean, it's it does stray far from the, the Boris Karloff original. But no, I remember me and Bram, we saw that in the drive-in when we were kids. And I remember, uh, do you, I don't know if you remember this, but someone got in front of the projector and casted like that big shadow of him with his robe. Oh, really? Yeah. And it works. I mean, it's very iconic. And it's—I I, want to say it's one of those remakes that actually worked. I don't want to—I I don't even want to say it's really a remake.
3: No, I wouldn't say it's a remake. It's it kind of getting like the Hollow Man. Mm-hmm. It's, it's own independent movie. It wouldn't yeah. be attributed to the original Universal Monsters.
2: It's definitely though. It's
3: it just it, it shares the same name. Yeah, I will say that. It makes me miss Brandon Fraser hmm. a lot.
1: Yeah, he's been gone for a while.
3: He's old now. Yeah, no one, no one will hire him. Poor I mean, guy. Okay. But um, I saw the new one. I liked it. You know, it, it started off the the dark universe again. Um, I wish it would have been the uh, Dracula, un, you know the. Dracula untold.
1: untold. That was a good movie. I don't know. I don't, know, I don't know if that's going to be part of the. It's the, not no, going to be part of it. I'm very
3: upset about that. He played a really good Dracula, and the well, the one thing I will say about the Dracula Untold, the whole movie was not Dracula until like the last minute of it.
2: And they kind of made him be a hero as opposed to like a monster. So yeah, that was
1: really interesting twist. Yeah. It's think. still a good movie, but yeah. the Again, new
3: if you watch the whole movie, the ending like the last minute, like you know how they do end credits? Only the end credits were the actually Dracula. I'll say that if you watch the movie.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. With the new mummy, it's like I hate Tom Cruise. Mm. Like <laughs> I have an like a, a hatred. Maybe except for like, risky business and, Top Gun, Mission Impossible. Okay, though I do like the first Mission Impossible. He's
3: been, I, I you mean, like Part I really Two? Like
2: hmm? You don't like Part Two? I don't like the sequels. I saw. I think I saw Part Three before I saw t- three, Part four, Two. Three, four, and
3: five. All, I love
2: them. I just I don't like Tom Cruise. I think in Tropic Thunder when he made his little appearance was the uh, only time I was like, holy crap! Mm-hmm.
1: It impressed you because you didn't even know it was him at first. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
2: exactly. Uh, but no, The Mummy is a good choice. It's mm-hmm. it's fun. It's classic I, movie. And it it's definitely got his horror elements. It's got his jump scares. I mean, you do have your death, your your body count. Uh, and the for most of the deaths, or the violence or the gore, you notice that they really don't even show it on screen. And it's still effective.
3: Yeah.
1: Like shadow casting kind of thing, but you still see, like, violence due mm-hmm. to shadows.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah.
2: That's why I was kind of bummed when I found out, though, that the new Dark Universe was going to, like, the Marvel, Universal, uh, Marvel, Marvel, I keep saying Marvel. I keep wanting to say Marvel Universe, but the universe the, the, univer- the Universal Monster u- Universe that they're doing though, I'm kind of upset that they're doing a modern take on it.
1: mm mm-hmm. I mean. I could see that. I,
2: I I personally think it would be more cool to kind of re go like go back and visit the you know follow suit with everybody. yeah it's just not, not like that but like I like timepiece movies where like it takes place in a certain era. Mm-hmm. so definitely And that's the kind of thing i liked about the universal monster movies is you had a hard time really trying to tell what era it took place in because you know they would have a horse and carriage right next to a car at the same time <laughs> or they would have like uh you know uh, the one of the first fords ever made you know but then they would have like dancing gypsies <laughs> you know it's yeah. especially like and since we're talking about the Universal Monster movies especially like the the Wolfman the original Wolfman mm. that's a strong one that you have no clue what era it takes place in
3: I feel sure. like when every time you try to modernize a movie you have to you confuse the people with like okay what's actually you know real and what's not like what's uh, are they try to make it like the Dark Knight universe like where it's just in Chicago or are they try to go Tim Burton where everything's made up and it's a whole city you know I love that about the old
2: right. Brian do you want to go with your number four
4: if someone else wants to go, we can go. I'm, just, I'm just, I still going to look at mine. Um, So, I changed my number four. My number four was going to actually
2: be... <laughs> it was going to be Frankenstein meets the Wolfman. But I changed it to some to a movie that actually gives a very strong Halloween vibe. Uh, Sleepy Hollow from 1999 by Tim
1: Burton. Yes, that was a very good one.
2: Uh, I think Tim Burton should do more horror movies than he does Disney. Yeah. I hate to say it. I feel like he sold out, uh, about a good two decades ago.
1: Eh, it varies. I mean, well, it doesn't me- help that he has like, not to say Johnny Depp's a bad actor because he's not. No, no. But it- I feel like that. Has like I feel like though he, he with it.
4: that like his movies are made around Johnny Depp.
2: Yeah. No, it's not that, but like he went from someone who didn't want to do big bu- budget movies. Like I remember, he almost turned on Batman because he didn't want to do it because he he didn't want to be a big budget director. He didn't want to do, like special heavy special effects, and then he does, you know, fucking Alice in Wonderland. You know, and don't get me wrong, that's right up his alley. But then it it lacks Tim Burton, as is is bizarre as like Alice in Wonderland is it lacks Tim Burton but I feel like he should stick to horror movies because Sleepy Hollow was amazing it's got that gloomy atmosphere and it's it's got only maybe like a hint of Tim Burton
3: it was always foggy in that movie from what I remember
2: yeah it's very uh macabre is it macabre that sounds like a food
0: Oh, it sounds sounds like really. a food.
2: <laughs> it's got a very morbid Get off, atmosphere. It's got a very morbid yeah. atmosphere. Uh, you got Christopher walking in it. Whoa. Briefly. Wow I'm the headless horse. <laughs> <laughs> off with your head.
1: He doesn't say a word. No,
2: I, he's literally in it for like 20 seconds. Uh, yeah, you do have Johnny Depp, but... I like when Johnny Depp does kind of humorous roles, but without being... Humorous. Two two over the top, like Mad Hatter was just terrible, but you know he did Ed Wood that was good, and even him as him as Ichabob Crane, you get like this bumbling, nervous man who's just ter- terrified. Terrified, and you get humor from that. I mean, it's got a good cast. You actually have uh, what was it, Michael, Michael Gao, who also was in the Batman movies. He was Alfred.
1: And, uh, oh, yeah, that's true. And, um. Christina the, Ritchie? The guy who was in Howard the Duck, actually. Fucking. What's his name? Jeffrey Jones. There we go. Yeah.
2: Hate <laughs> that piece of shit. <laughs> you know what happened to him, right? He got caught with child pornography. I thought we were, we're, I thought we were avoiding that topic. Yeah. I thought we were. <laughs> oh, whatever. Yeah, wow. we, we definitely all knew that. I spilled that. the bad. He's like, Batman Spoke broke his beans. one rule. Yeah,
1: when we did uh, Howard the Duck, Eric's like, we're not going to touch on that. I'm like, Okay. Was yeah. it really, you know. <laughs> Honestly,
4: it's okay because uh, No, yeah,
2: whatever. Yeah. Um, who, Michael Gambon's in this who also played Dumbledore. Uh, Dumbledore. Dumbledore. The, the Dumbledore. second Dumbledore. The simple Dumbledore.
4: I can't talk today. Have to have, the second Dumbledore.
2: Second Dumbledore. The original. Dumbledore.
1: And Harry Potter. The first Dumbledore was I, I Richard Drafe? N- I no. forgot to play was him, it? but
2: he,
4: he, he passed
2: away, but. I don't know. I I want to say Dreyfus. I wish Tim Burton would make more horror movies. Especially, like, the way he he did this feels like a Universal Monster movie. Like, the... Wouldn't you say so, Rudy? Kind of like the the atmosphere?
4: The windmill scene. Yes.
2: The windmill scene. That's like a... Frankenstein. Frankenstein, almost. Like, he should do a Universal Monster movie. Like, you should let Tim Burton just do the whole... All the whole franchise and this <laughs> the... Johnny Depp's gonna play every. character. <laughs> well, he's actually Johnny Depp's actually playing the Invisible Man.
0: Oh, yeah, is he? he is yeah. Let's so uh, I, I cool. let Tim Burton get a Well, actually, it.
3: we'll see what we can, he can do. He's been slipping the last couple movies. Who Tim Burton? Um, so, no, Johnny Depp. But like personal life wise, I don't
2: think he really signs. For personal life wise, sc- <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he really reads the script. I think he just signs away for it. Mm-hmm. Do yeah. I wear makeup? Okay.
3: <laughs> for the the last uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. We, we, Caribbean movie he was just a drunk on screen to be honest and because in real life he's an alcoholic and Disney has to watch him I don't know if you knew that <laughs> I did not know that until now yeah don't taint my image of Johnny Depp
1: dude no. yeah I've always known that they about had a Johnny Depp putting
3: him on screen and so they had to chase him around
2: yeah but he also loves that character though he does I he do fits look, that character I, I love him I love X Johnny Spiro. Depp I like the fact that like when they show him going to like visit kids I don't think that's really publicity I think that's just him loving the character
4: a lot Oh no, it is cuz he they say that he carries oh, like a like a set of the costume with him he wherever actua- he goes.
1: He actually uh from time to time goes to the actual Pirates of the Caribbean ride in uh Disney World. Yeah. He shows I, up. I I hope
2: that's not just publicity. I really hope that's genuine. Oh god, no. I'm sure that's genuine.
1: Yeah. If I was if I was a high paid actor and I was that role, I'm pretty sure I would just be like, yeah, I'm only going to do the role. I'm not going to wear this outside of work. (laughs) I mean, he's a genuine actor. Like, he is not
2: afraid to do a a goofy character, and at the same time, he's not afraid to do, you know, like a mob boss kind of thing. Yeah. He experiments. I would like to see him, though, in, like, a buddy-buddy comedy, like a hangover, like, due date. Due date, you know. That would like, be actually pretty Like clever. a straight-up solid comedy. Like he's done his fair share of comedy. Like, he can be funny. Watch Ed Wood. Or, uh, what's that one... What's that one he did with Benicio Del Toro? Okay. Mm. Something me- something Vegas?
4: Oh, La- Fear and Lowly in Las Vegas? Yeah, I, I know that
2: was
3: a comedy. Like, he...
2: He can do everything, but... I yeah, know.
3: He's a good one. I mean, I like them in Public Enemies. Oh, such a good movie. He played
1: <laughs> oh. that law boss. Or, or my yeah. boss. Yeah. The that one that good. took place in the Valentine's Day Massacre. Was it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah. I never movie. got to see it, actually. I let, my brother let me borrow it months ago, and I still have yet to watch it.
2: Man, it was good. I got halfway through Public Enemies. I just couldn't get into it. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah.
1: It's got a strong leading cast, though. You got Christian Bale. Yeah, it does. I think that was a little well, after Not a big fan of Christian
2: Bale. Really? American Psycho and Batman Begins only. Wow. And prestige? And Newsies. Prestige?
3: He was good. prestige. But but, uh, that movie. Swing Kids. If you watch it, Channing Tatum in the movie.
1: And movie. Uh, which one?
3: Public Enemies. Yes, he is. Oh. He's like the first one to die. <laughs> <laughs> He's like in there for like 10 seconds.
1: Poor Channing Tatum. <laughs> If he's not stripping, he's worthless, right?
4: (laughs) (laughs) Alright, uh, Brandon, what's your number four? Uh, Night of the Demons, the original. But I could also say the remake, because just whatever, they're both the same to me. The remake isn't that bad. It isn't, but...
2: You guys haven't seen this movie, have you? I have not. Alright, uh... Yeah, well, it's your movie, you talk about it. (laughs) (laughs) What?
4: technically, I own the movie. (laughs) Yeah, I, uh... I was listening to people talk about it, and I was like, oh, you know what? This is a good Halloween movie. Yeah. Uh, Give me a second. I gotta get a, Pretty much, these kids decide to... Uh, they go in this, like, abandoned... What was it? it was a mansion. And, it was a but, manor. It was a manor, but before that, it was, like, a funeral home. And, you know, they decide to have, have a little party there, and it's, like, pretty, pretty much demons take over... Uh, In the house and shit goes. uh, There's always that one
2: person who wants to do a seance and stir up all kinds of crazy. And
4: there's always that one person
2: like, nah, get the fuck out of here. Mm -hmm. But, uh.
1: You mean like Evil Dead Warriors? Like, do not touch the book. And they're like, oh, yeah, let me pry it open. Oh.
2: oh. (laughs) It starts with one girl who wants to do a seance. And, uh, she becomes possessed. And the way they spread the possession was like by kissing. Yeah. Either by kissing or like. Sexual contact.
0: Oh. God. I don't know if it's
2: supposed to reflect STDs. <laughs> but uh, I, I I doubt they were that deep when they're <laughs> writing the script. But they they turn into into demons, and uh, you know you get your final girl final girl at the end. But like, yeah, you you get one, one sur- two survivors. Yeah. You're not gonna want to watch it now because I'm giving it all away. But. Uh-
4: <laughs> Yeah, one of the things that makes me think about this movie, and Eric knows what scene I'm talking about, I'm not going to say too much, but I'll say it has to do with boobs and lipstick. Oh, well. I'm not saying anything else, because you got to watch the movie. Who? Oh, my God.
1: What I is, like where this is going. <laughs> <Where> is <it? laughs> what is that actress's name? Let me get messed around. The one from the
4: original?
2: <laughs> Linnea uh, Quigley?
4: Uh, give me a second. I'll look it up. Yeah. Q-U-I-G-L-E-Y. She plays Suzanne.
2: So, Linnea Quigley, who's also in one of my... Her, she's in another movie one of my... my she's actually in my number one. Uh, top pick for Halloween. But it's a good possession movie. Oh, you're right! It, she, she She's in... Uh, yeah, she's in my number one. But it, it's a good possession movie. It's got, like, your typical bunch of teenagers in a haunted house trying to survive. It's zombie-esque. Uh, the se- the Not the sequel, but the remake... Is actually not that bad. I rarely like remakes, but maybe down the line we'll get to it.
4: It's I got would... Edward Furlong in it.
2: Well, geez, don't make him not want to watch it. <laughs>
4: hey, I...
1: <laughs> I haven't heard that name in a while.
4: <laughs> Detroit Rock City, That's cause man. Because no one's
2: seen him in a while.
4: Oh, I want to see, and then in the remake, Suzanne is played by Bobby Sue Luther.
2: No, well, we'll get to that later, but it's it's got good scares. It's actually got a decent amount of gore in it. Um, it did make like three, two or three sequels and then a remake so it's not that bad okay um, so number three
1: uh, this is gonna be tough um, I'm gonna go with because I have a list of ten but then like other ones started popping up as we were talking um, I'm gonna go with Van Helsing for number
2: three. I like that. You got more of a, a classic monster vibe to your, yeah. to your pick. I'm Hol- liking this. Hollow Man kind of represents the Invisible, invisible Man and then you got the mummy and then with Van Helsing you got vampires, werewolves, and I think even Jekyll and Hyde in the beginning of that. Oh my.
1: Yeah, you got the whole shebang in the whole movie basically. I think I they're like
2: going to remake that actually. I, I Someone said they're going to remake Van Helsing.
1: Hmm. Oh man, I don't know. <laughs> like I mean The Hugh Jackman be- one Was really good I liked it a lot
4: I did too it's got Kate Beckinsale What more can you oh, she was so hot <laughs> <laughs> Easy that <there>, boy Easy
1: <laughs> I'm turning the mic away from it Just, just sitting <gasps> <room>. here <laughs> <laughs> Just waiting to hear,
4: to hear a Thump on the table <laughs> Chris calm down Bing.
1: Now, um Yeah mainly All the classic uh, Universal monsters Are in that movie So Except for Creature. Mummy. I don't think the mummy's in that one.
4: The creature of the Black Lagoon kinda there's really nothing there. Lost my I checked.
1: Yeah, I had Dracula, Wolfman, Frankenstein. Frankenstein. Which he played like a key role. Um, a bunch of vampires. Vampire bats. It had pretty much like everything in there that I could think of. So that's why I picked that one.
3: I think um when we were on the t- subject of the Van Helsing, I think on July they said that Johnny Gen- Tatum was actually going to be starring Van Helsing for the new Dark Universe. But then again, Johnny Gen- Gen- Tatum was supposed to be Gambit, so I don't know how that's going to play out.
2: Ho- hold on. Johnny Tatum was going to be Van
3: Helsing in the Dark Universe? He's supposed no, to be still.
1: Come on. No. no.
3: They might change it, because a I- lot of the news from the Dark Universe has been changing on and off, so we'll see who actually gets cast. I
1: then. was letting them slide with... Um, Gambit, but Van Helsing, I don't know. Hey. You got you got a big shoes to fill there, bud.
3: <laughs> it's...
2: I can think of different actors that still watch it. I mean, I would still watch it, too. I like him from the 21 Jump Street movies. Uh,
3: but that's where he belongs, I think. Yeah, he's, he's actually really
2: good at comedy, though he really did start off doing more dramatic, like, romances. Step up.
1: Yeah, so. that was his first movie.
2: Yeah. yeah.
3: Whatever. I mean... I think he should stick stick with Magic Mike.
1: Magic <laughs> <laughs> Mike three.
2: Uh okay. That's a good pick, uh Rudy.
3: Mine is actually gonna start off um, my love for a director. Um, it's actually gonna be the last three, they're actually from the same director. The first one is Dead Silence.
1: Ooh. James Wan. James Wan Puppets. So
3: I can make a whole episode yeah. of him. Yeah, I like that movie. Yeah, that one was pretty creepy. I love James Wan before I even know who he was. Uh-huh. Um, his take on stories is such, it's such a. I think I told you it's a simple premise, but the the horror is just pure. You know.
2: I think he's very old school with yeah. his horror, and it's almost the same thing. Like I kind of liked him before I really recognized him because I really didn't pay more attention to him. Maybe it's like until he did uh, *Death Sons with Kevin Bacon. Which was like a more like a, a vengeance movie, but Wait, I, didn't mean I didn't even know he did that. Yeah, I've seen Dead Silence and I've seen the Saw movies, and I think I watched behind the scenes of Dead Silence or not Dead Silence. Uh, no, it was. Behind,
4: no, it was. It was. It was
2: behind the t- scenes of Dead Silence, and then he was talking about how he likes to put a lot of blues and reds into all of his movies. So then, once we started watching like Insidious and then The Conjuring, Conjuring me and Perry like holy crap these are like. This is before I paid any attention to who directed what. Yeah. I'm like, this seems like a James Wan movie. Because, I mean, I knew he directed The Conjuring, mm-hmm. but I saw it Insidious way after it's been out for how long. And I finally got around to it, and I, I, I loved it. But before I even looked up anything on it, I go to Brandon, like, I bet this is James Wan. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, it was. Because he likes to sneak things in the background.
3: Okay, yeah, he does, he does.
2: So he'll get you with a good jump scare, but then he'll put something in the background that
1: you weren't expecting.
4: Yeah, that you weren't, weren't noticing.
2: So, that, yeah, he's...
4: Yeah, it's something that scares you once you notice it's there, right. but it, do, it doesn't actually jump out at you.
2: But then he'll go ahead and do, like, Fast and the Furious, and now he's doing Aquaman.
4: Yeah. You know, he said he can't he? scare himself anymore, so,
3: so he's going into action.
2: I mean, it's good the branch out.
3: Yeah, I mean, if you, if you lo- no longer think you can bring it, then I have to respect the guy for doing it. I, you know, I can't do it anymore. I'm moving on to something else.
2: Not like that, I think any artist, you get tired doing something for so long, you need yeah. to take a step back and kind of see what else you can do and, and go back Test to it. waters.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. so they're rehashing the same thing over
2: and over. That, yeah, James Wan's a good, good pick. i, I kind of sad that he's not doing any more horror yeah. for a while, but uh, you know. he definitely put his name in the in horror the movie hat shall we say
3: you know how you said you, you know it's a james wan movie i know sometimes it's a, it's a, um or inspired by james wan kind of just like feel with steven spielberg kind of, some of his movies like um what was that super 8 movie mm-hmm. et all those movies even uh it had a little bit of it just like, these kids in the 70s you know find this um monster and then they have to battle it so it's kind of cool yeah
2: um you guys keep hearing banging sounds someone keeps slamming the damn door in my apartment mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> apologize
4: um alright Brian
2: you want to go with your uh, number three
4: uh mine's more of a franchise I, just, I can't pick because okay. there's a there's the first one and then there's a sequel that's kind of a retelling of the first one there's a remake and then there's a third one named or something else Evil Dead
2: <sighs> okay
4: yeah, I'm so happy I didn't see you put that on your list. That, I thought you would not that,
2: that almost made my list, and I thought it might have been a little too cliche. Uh, no, no, no offense to you. I'm, I'm glad you put it down.
1: should do, like, honorable mentions. I like, actually – I, I, I want
4: to do that because I have a decent
2: w- – We list. all we all kind of made lists that succeeded. Fifteen? Would that be the word? Succeeded? Succeeded? Whatever. Yeah. So, surpassed? Surpassed. We probably will at the end of this episode kind of just – Name off, not going to detail, but just name off. But uh, the Evil Dead franchise is good. Even the remake, it's got it, – I rarely do I find remakes I really enjoy. And though I will admit the first time I did watch the Evil Dead remake, I'm like, man, this, this is garbage. <laughs> but, then I, no, but then I watched it again, and I'm like, okay, now I love it.
4: Yeah, I uh...
1: – yeah, it was – overly bloody i it, remember watching have <laughs> it was, you seen like, the originals yeah the originals are pretty bad too but bruce
2: campbell's like swimming in blood
1: yeah practically
2: the first one i think though a lot of people pull towards evil dead 2 and i think it's mainly because of the horror elements um i really love evil dead 1 uh it was low budget but like you know i used to make movies in, in high school so it was very inspiring because it's like I, wanted, I could do that. Yeah, no, like <laughs> we, we did actually. We we, <laughs> we, we attempted. <laughs> That's good. It's out there somewhere, but it, it for like someone who's inspiring to be a filmmaker, Evil Dead is like the best movie to watch because you could tell a lot of the stuff they did they Very made with they made do with what they had. Uh, I mean, then they got a, a budget for Evil Dead Two, and Evil Dead Two is like a mix between a sequel and a remake in a way. It's
4: a, more of a retelling.
2: It's pretty much they cram-packed the first movie in the first five minutes except instead of it being a group of people going to the house or the cabin it's just him and his girlfriend and then it's almost like what would happen after the first movie but it's it's a mix. I think it's probably more maybe what Sam Raimi wanted to do if he had more money. Uh, still,
4: I mean, very iconic. Uh, All of them because then you got you know, Evil Dead, Evil Dead 2, the remake, and the Army of Darkness. Well, Army of Darkness
2: was first, but.
4: But I'm just. I was just. I didn't want to be like Army of Darkness. Army of Darkness
2: remake. is out there, though, man. That's that's a wild movie. And then you got the. Uh, that one's
1: like comedy based. Ash vs.
2: The Evil Dead, which is a straight on comedy. But. It's. Yeah, that's definitely a good Halloween yeah, franchise pick.
4: Like, uh. I remember the first time we watched it. The, Eric was digging through my dad's old movies and found some VHS tape. He's like, oh, well, this looks like, uh looks like shit. Let's put this on. And <laughs> no. he, in, he put he put it on. I wasn't even around, though. And I got him and Adam running up to me in the middle of the night. Brandon, Brandon, you got to check out this movie. Some chick gets raped by a tree in it.
0: <laughs> I, I
4: honestly went, I looked. Thanks uh, for making me sound like a piece of shit. <laughs> no, but uh, I look at him. She gets some I, real I, wood. I, I, I woke up. <laughs> I woke up and I looked at him and go, well, you better start rewinding because I'm watching this movie. And I got up on a bed and we went and watched it. And I looked at him like, yep. I like this movie already well, no. <laughs> a lot of my
2: like m- a lot of my now favorite movies are movies that like I put on because I was super bored and I'm like huh like that's how I got in the taxi driver
4: or uh, the, the office oh, yeah
2: geez. I put the office on out of boredom that's how I you know I love of the office that's great I st- <laughs> I'm still <laughs> <laughs> easy boy
1: it's just oh god it's such one of those random moments I just love random stuff.
4: You weren't expecting me to say uh, that, were you? No, <laughs> it wasn't. It came
1: out of left field.
4: Yeah, how do you think I felt we're getting woke up out of a sound sleep? <laughs> Chicken scraped by tree. What?
1: It's like, well, I'm already up. <laughs> More ways than one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Ew. <So. laughs>
2: okay, uh, so my number, we're on three, right? Uh,
0: yeah, yeah uh, that was three. my, that yeah. was my Can three. Can you shake
2: the table anymore, Brand? Jeez, calm down. Put down it on floor. your lap like I'm doing. Brand's writing his notes and shaking the damn table. Oh. Anyways, go. Uh, uh, my number three is probably a movie. I know brand seen it. I know you guys haven't. No, well, you might have seen it.
4: Oh, okay. Almost any movie Eric's seen, I've seen.
2: Yeah, that's true. Sh- uh, we used to share a room together. Night of the Creeps.
4: Actually, you know what? I lied. I, I I've seen parts of that, not the whole thing. You never seen Night of the Creeps? We we, we I think we were watching it on like Netflix or something. With the, uh, it got Tom
2: Atkins. Tom Atkins is, like, uh, the big horror honcho from, like, the 80s. He was in, uh, I want to say, I, he was in Halloween 3, and he was in a couple other horror movies. Um, he was in the remake of My Bloody Valentine, and he also, I don't know if he was in the original, but he's...
4: Oh, uh, name so. a movie that wasn't horror-related. He was in some, I don't know.
2: Dude, I don't know.
4: I What's his name?
2: Tom Atkins.
4: Tom Atkins? Yeah. Because, I don't know, I feel like I know... And it's got
2: Jason Lively, who is actually Blake Lively's, like, stepbrother. And he was also in European Vacation, which was not that good of a movie. <laughs> um, This one made the list because I kind of... I'm not a big Alien fan, neither of the franchise or of just the genre of Alien movies.
1: And you judge me
2: dude sci-fi movies unless it's like predator or star wars i really don't get into aliens this one's got like a mix of zombie and aliens and it's like there's little slugs that uh going through your mouth and uh they go in through your mouth and you, they pretty much kill you and bring you back as a zombie basically it's like the beginning of the movie actually has aliens in it and you have you're kind of like confused with like what the hell you're watching Okay, I brought up a list of Tom Atkins movies: Halloween three, Escape from New York. He was in The Fog. He's done a lot of John Carpenter related. Um, but yeah,
4: is there a remake to this?
2: No, and I hope they never do.
4: <laughs> Maybe I'm just thinking of Night of the Demons.
2: And it's one of the, it's pretty much like a zombie survival esque kind of movie, and you know, uh, what what was the taglines like? Your date showed up for the dance. Too bad he's dead. <laughs> uh, like the weapon of choice I think in this was like a like, uh, both a, a lawnmower and a, and a flamethrower so the the summary on IMDb is uh, alien brain parasites entering humans through the mouth turn their hosts into a killing zombie some teenagers start a fight against them it's got a
4: 6.8 out of 10 rating on I, IMDb so uh, it looks like there was like a sh- I don't it just is uh, on IMDb Zombie Town, a.k.a. Night of the Creeps 2, Zombie Town.
2: Actually, and the director of this was uh, Fred Decker, who came up with Monster Squad. So, just want to say, if you haven't seen Monster Squad, or he wrote Monster Squad, but shame on you. <laughs> oh, he also wrote House. House? House? You've seen House. who's?
1: He's actually writing, uh, well, I guess he's doing another show called The Good Doctor. i just seen Fred the Fred commer- Decker? Yeah, well, you said the writer of House, right? Because the no, up.
2: no, not that House. A horror movie called horror Oh,
1: I'm talking t- 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 about the show with the doctor.
2: <laughs> yeah, uh, Night of the Night of the Creeps. That's it's up there, man. It, it's fun. A lot of my horror, my horror movies I picked are actually fun movies.
1: So he says.
2: Kind of let down. <laughs> what? I, I'm disappointed in myself. I thought I would go for more gore, but I I'm like not
3: too much of a fan of a gore.
2: No, I love gore, but at the same time I love cheesy 80s horror movies. I want to say if I have any big I, I do have a big passion for horror. I go to all the conventions and crap, but if I had to like pick a genre of horror, I love cheesy 80s whether it's slashers or like those are the only zombie movies I love. Like anything that's like a fun horror with like poor special effects, but you still enjoy it. Mm-hmm. All right. So uh
4: oh, Okay, I know what you're talking about. Tom Atkins, okay. Mm-hmm.
0: Number two. <laughs> All right.
1: Um. So this one, like the last top three, are just fighting me right now. Um. I was gonna go with a supernatural title, but I feel this title terrifies me more. I love supernatural movies, like, um. Rudy was mentioning, um, forces that can't be reckoned with. But um, I feel like I enjoy those movies more than I am terrified of this one, simply because I'm terrified of sharks, so I'm going to go with Jaws.
2: Okay. I can dig it. Uh, it's one of those things, it's, it's more of a suspense thriller movie that makes it to the horror genre, and it's crafty too, because there's no gore, no blood. All the kills are kind of off screen. I mean, Except see, towards the end. You see blood.
0: There's plenty
2: of blood. Yeah, towards the end, but it's a PG movie. Is what I'm well, saying. No, like it's Jaws.
0: No
4: Jaws. Oh, Jaws, it, is it, hard. No, Jaws is Jaws no, is PG. It's PG. No, it is. We watch it at. The rating store. rating
2: systems were different back in the day.
4: No, but there is blood in the beginning. remember when you the one one kick on the, on the little raft thing. Yeah, like
2: but thing. you don't actually see a sh- Jaws. But there's blood. Or Bruce. They called the shark's name was Bruce. Well, Stephen King. Stephen King. <laughs> Steven <laughs> Spielberg. The, name
0: of the,
4: the, the shark from Finding Nemo.
2: Oh, yeah! Jesus
1: Christ! It is PG.
2: Yeah, I don't lie. I know things. J kid, gentleman.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah I, that movie scared the crap out of me.
2: I think it made everyone afraid to go into water. It's more suspense. Have you seen the sequels? Uh,
1: I believe I saw two. I saw some of three, but did not get into it.
2: They're all on Netflix right now. Yeah, they have them all on Netflix.
1: Oh really? Jaws That's the Re- Jaws the thing.
2: Revenge. Uh, it's not that good, but it's got Michael Caine. And me and Bran have this thing where we will watch anything with Michael Caine. Bruce, fine. <laughs> no, seriously. I, 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 we have a Jack Ripper miniseries that, who knows, maybe we'll get down to it. Damn,
4: I would have put that on my list. I, I, oh, I didn't think about that, too. Because it, it is a little creepy.
2: And it's based on historical events. But anyways, we, I mean, we can do an episode on that. But he did he did a Jack Ripper miniseries. He's played Juckle and Hyde on a British like BBC movie. Uh, yeah, we'll watch anything, good, bad, no, but he's in the fourth one. But Jaws is definitely up there, man. It's you're bringing a good, different kind of variety to this.
1: You're welcome. <laughs> <Get> prepared.
2: <laughs> then yes, again, you, Then again, like out, out of us, you're not really into horror as much
3: as me and Brandon are.
1: I'm not. No, unfortunately, it yeah. was never really my shtick.
3: What I will say something on? about the PG rating. Apparently the first 3G, um, PG-13 movie wasn't actually created until Spielberg's Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom, nine years later, from Jaws. Mm-hmm. So, interesting little fact there. Okay, so, I'm sorry, I was drinking water. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. Did you say your pick? Uh, not yet. Oh, so, okay, I'm sorry. My number two would be, uh, again, so, James Wan movie. Um, it's one of the first movies that, again, it was... Uh, more about the story. I mean not much more of gore but story. It's um saw number one. Okay. Yeah, the I the can first saw was really good. Wasn't it
2: like a student film?
3: You know, they made like a little miniseries so that people can make the movie but yeah, so it was low budget.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think yeah cause I think it's like I think I watched like the special features on the DVD, and it's they said something about that's why it's mainly in that room. Yeah, it was like
2: it was like a student film kind of thing and it... It's powerful. I whatever mean,
4: whatever it did, it worked, and
3: like he said, J Wan, you know, you have to work with a low budget. If you can't um scare people on a low budget, you should probably not even be in the horror movies.
2: Yeah, you gotta learn to be crappy, and you
3: know, like I said, I used to make
2: movies in, in high school, so like I appreciate that a lot. And though I will say that the Saw movies, I didn't initially like when I when they first came out. I think it maybe, like, well, it maybe it wasn't until like I was twenty one, maybe it's like they might have been. More than halfway through with the franchise, and uh, the girl I was dating at the time, her her family owned them all. I've, at that time, I've, I think I've only seen. I think I saw the second one before I have seen the, the any of them. So then, uh, she put them all on one Halloween, and we kind of just sat there and watched them all.
1: Oh, that's cute. Shut up.
3: <laughs> I will say, um, with, with um James Wan he had a thing for like the twist ending, which I love. You didn't see that coming.
2: He's like the new M. Night Shyamalan.
3: <laughs> and with Saw 1, I liked Saw 1. Saw 2 was like, okay, I'll watch it, and I liked it. Saw 3 was just garbage. After that, I didn't watch any of them. So just one and one for me. It right. became
4: just money,
3: because and, they were yeah. they were putting them out and every actually, year.
4: If I'm correct, I think he only did, like, a couple of them, and then he did, like, a Wes Craven thing and just let other people direct them. Yeah. And he just produced.
2: And he just soaked in all the benefits. Mm-hmm. And yeah, now we, we, got were,
4: a, we got an eighth movie coming out.
3: Wow. Uh, <laughs> Jigsaw. I, fi- I I thought they finally, like, you know, let that franchise die, but apparently not.
1: Uh, I saw the trailer for it, though. It looks pretty freaking brutal.
3: I mean, I'll watch it if I'm here for it.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm.
3: I mean, the third one, he, he literally got his throat, you know, cut with like, what was some machine, but it was like, gruesome. Jigsaw? Think, uh, Jigsaw, yeah. Yeah, uh,
2: technically after three, you think the whole franchise is over. Yeah. Uh, they could have left it at a trilogy, because 3 really wasn't that bad. But uh, it's one of those movies where they, they probably could have just left it at a trilogy, mm-hmm. and it probably would have been more successful or more iconic, like a cult classic. Uh, Each
3: one of them honestly could have ended 1, 2, and 3. It could have just ended there.
2: Yeah. Um,
1: they could have
3: turned them into like, anthologies.
1: I think I've only seen the fifth one, just because my friend had it on at the time.
2: Ah, oh, yeah, you, it's one of those things. You kind of need to watch them in order, yeah. at least after the third one.
1: Uh, yeah, I've always heard the first three are the best, and then the rest is just pointless gore or whatever. <laughs> all right, all is, yeah.
2: Brand, you wanna say your number two?
4: My number two. It was torn between another one, but uh, Eric's gonna know what this is. Behind the Mask, Rise right yes. of Leslie Vernon. Okay, the reason I didn't put that on my list is because I knew he want, we were going to end up fighting over who got to say it. And, but I, I just want to list off the one that was tied to it. It was Jack Brooks, Monster Slayer.
2: Yeah, that's, uh. Because
4: honestly, whenever I watched the, one of them, I watched the other, like, the next day. But, yeah, uh. If both you have Robert England. Yeah, that was another reason. Uh, yeah, pretty much. Move my hand. Pretty much behind the mask, it. I wrote down, like, some shit. Uh,. It uh, kind of pokes fun at horror movies. Uh, pretty much the entirety of the movie is um this um, k- film student, this film like th- yeah they're making a documentary as, like a and project. in this in the movie Freddie Jason Michael Chucky they're all real they're real like the stuff that really happened yeah it's, like, it's and all they're the universe. they are they they yeah and they pretty much are making this documentary and they're interviewing this guy who's gonna be the next big killer Leslie Vernon. And it, the movie's really good because it jumps between looking like a documentary to an actual horror movie. Yeah. That's interesting. It's got like a, like a different style. It, it
2: kind of, it's it's a dark humor, or a dark comedy, and it kind of pokes fun at horror movie cliches. Yeah. And it's pretty hilarious. And it's one of those movies that they've been trying to get a sequel to for like 10 years. I, I think they're on the way th- to getting it though. Yeah, done. they have a GoFundMe account and... Uh, I went as this character last year for Halloween. Was it, No, the year before. You, you
4: also dressed up as... Days a, of the Dead,
2: yeah. I I cosplayed as uh, Leslie Vernon. So maybe I'll... When uh, we air this, I'll kind of post a picture of me dressed up as Leslie Vernon, or I'll put it on the Instagram page. Uh, it's That's definitely a good movie, because it, it's got... I don't think it really has much gore in it. It's all off-screen, really.
4: Yeah, nothing really. Um, yeah, that's about it. I, I mean, yeah. It's really good and it was one of those movies uh one one of my uh, my manager at my job told me to check out and I fell in love with it. Yeah, it's, it's it's pretty funny. Uh,
2: okay, so my number 2 is a franchise, uh, the Hellraiser franchise. I don't if you guys, uh, me and respectable. Part of those, but I never wanted to watch those. They look weird to me. They're good. They're good. And uh they're I never knew that I I found out they're based off a book called The Hellbound Heart, which is the first one, but uh they, got, are, they are weird though I will admit They're weird but good You got uh, Doug Bradley Who plays uh, Pinhead uh, And you got like His little They're called Cenobites.
4: Not a cereal
2: not, not, not a cereal Sounds like a cereal Cenobites. Cenobites. Yeah. I always feel like I'm pronouncing it wrong
4: I saw a t-shirt That was like that I was like Oh I
2: need that I could be pronouncing it wrong And people are probably Rolling their eyes right now So don't hate me <laughs> um, And it, Takes place around this puzzle box, and when you open it, it pretty much like opens up the gates to hell, and uh, P- Pinhead kind of shows up and tortures you, and because you had such a desire to, to know what it was, and uh, it's curiosity got curiosity killed
4: the cat. Yeah,
2: it's that's pretty much what it is. It's a curiosity killed the cat complex, and uh, there it spawns some sequels that, it had, weren't good. Actually, uh, Henry Cavill, who played Superman, wasn't one of them.
1: I take it he's one of the victims?
4: Yeah, he's a victim. All big time. All big time.
2: Um, more of the, the... Towards the end, some of the sequels turn into, like, psychological.
4: Like, almost like a thriller.
2: Uh, it... It's the only franchise that had a movie, horror movie, that took place in space that I thought was good.
4: What? Which one was that?
2: Uh, the one where it's about the guy's ancestors...
4: Bloodlines. Bloodlines. Yeah, I always forget that takes place in the space. The first
2: two are probably people's favorites. I
4: love the third one.
2: I yeah I like the third one because there's a scene in the third movie where uh, people are it takes place mainly at like a, day, a nightclub, and uh, Pinhead traps everybody in the nightclub and just like kind of pulls a carry and starts butchering them one by one. Mm. Um, but you know he rips people apart with like hooks and chains and. It's kind of like a consequence thing because people have such a desire and stuff like that uh, to to know what this puzzle box does. <laughs> I met Doug Bradley, who plays him, a couple times. I've got some stuff signed by him. Laminate
4: cool. config- Configuration Cube is the name of the puzzle yeah. box. And at Walmart, you can get a Rubik's Cube of it. Really? Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. I kind of want it.
2: Dude, I would never <laughs> solve it, though. Hmm. So All right. Time for the uh, big bad. Number one.
1: <sighs> Alright, so in my head, for number one, the whole time, there was two films just straight duking it out against each other. They're going Rocky
4: Four in there? Basically.
1: And uh, they're both Tim Burton films. But before I get to that, I'm going to go over some honorable mentions I had. <clears throat> uh, Amityville Horror. Both of them. The, the remake old, and the old yeah, one. the
2: funny thing is that's actually on my honorable mentions list. Really? Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, Ghostbusters.
2: Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. Not technically a horror, but it it's. No, I consider if, it. It fits. It's got ghosts. It fits. Uh,
1: the Haunting. This was a movie back in the 90s. Dude, I haven't seen that in so long. We should do
2: an episode on that because I haven't seen it in so long.
1: It was a good movie. I remember it. It still creeps me out to this day. Um, the Shallows, which was... Uh, with Blake Lively, it was a recent shark movie that came That's, out. Yeah. It was pretty good. Yeah, uh, kind of
4: falls in there with like, your jaws.
1: Basically. <laughs> That's my fear. <laughs> uh, the Grudge. Never seen him. Couldn't get into it. The Japanese one. I mean, is really scary. I could see that, though. The Ring. And I believe there was a Japanese one of that, too. Yeah, yeah it's Ring U. Yeah. Uh, the Conjuring. We talked about that. Uh, the Mist. Huh. Stephen King. Alien. Predator.
4: Alien versus Predator.
1: <laughs> Underworld. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Wolfman. So. Which version of the Wolfman? Um, you know, I never really got to see the original ones, but I saw the one with Benicio del Toro. I like that one a lot. And Anthony that. Happens. one was only
2: really good for the 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 Wolfman himself. The stories suck.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Though the kills were were pretty brutal. Pretty brutal. brutal. Yeah. I'm That's the lie. reason why I was like, "Holy crap." Um, and The Nightmare Before Christmas. So my number one is going to be Sweeney Todd.
2: And you're off the show. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that movie with Why? the most upright passion.
1: Jesus. I thought, we were, I thought we were on the good boat with Johnny Depp. <laughs> Except
4: that movie. I got a question for you, Chris. What's up? Why do I f- do I feel like uh, your Nightmare Before Christmas is gonna be on like a Christmas list for you too? Possibly. Yeah. Oh, I
2: just I, I was just wondering, but might we add that Halloween is gonna be like everyone's like go-to? So. I mean, um, I liked
1: it because it was like. It's, I guess in some ways it's normally I hate musicals because when I was told that it was a musical. I was like, oh, hell no, I'm not watching this. But then one day, I forgot who I was watching it with. They're like, come on, man, just watch it. I think it might have been my brother. I'm like, fine, whatever. I don't know. I I think it delivered a lot with the the musical scores. I liked it. Um, you can't go wrong with the throat slitting. I mean, it, the throat slitting gets me a lot just because that's one of my like things in slasher films where it's like, like I would hate to go out like that. <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. So that's what pulled me in a lot for that one. Nightmare Before Christmas, I was going to say that, but I felt like, one, it was too cliche, and two, it's very cartoonish. So.
4: Yeah, actually, one thing I want to say, when Eric was talking about Halloween being like given mm-hmm. the Halloween movies, I was talking to one of my buddies, and he was listing off horror movies, and the ones he's listed off, I consider just go-tos anyway. So, the Halloween franchise, Friday the 13th franchise, Nightmare on Elm Street franchise. Heavy hitters. Yeah, the heavy hitters, I consider just a guarantee, go watch them. Anyway. Like, like I feel like everybody watched those around this time. Hey, okay.
2: Rudy, you're up with your number one.
4: My number one was gonna be, as I
3: promised, James Wan. It's um Insidious, oh, the okay. first one. Now I do have a lot to say about James Wan, but I just to stick for now, um, Insidious was um, one of my favorite because it was something like uh, dreams and growing up, I had a lot of nightmares, so which is why I did not really like horror movies or gore movies. So I I would really liked James Wan's take on Insidious where it's a dream and where it's like you're waking up in a dream it's kind of cool and mm-hmm. you know obviously the end again it's a twist ending I really love that
1: And yeah, Insidious was really good too I forgot like like to I said, write that one it's one of those up. things
2: where he puts his ghost in the background and you really don't notice mm-hmm. so.
1: that goat looking one was terrifying <laughs> the red one
4: mm-hmm. oh yeah like uh, the
1: The one they were like originally drawing you thought that uh, was the main one yeah what there was the a
4: name, name for that dude I forgot was it the red man or something? Something, yeah.
3: But yeah, like, every time like you know, the, oh, what's in, what's that in the drawing? Oh, that's you know, and it's like in the corner, just like uh, creeping in there, like in the in the ceiling. And yeah, he, that's and he, what. And he looks terrified the, the thing did. there, But it's kind of like you're hinting at it's right there the whole time. It's kind of cool.
1: Yeah, it was nuts how they did that. That and uh tiptoe in the
0: window.
4: Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, they brought back Tiny Tim.
1: Yeah, that song is creepy.
4: Yeah,
2: that's uh. That's, he's good at creepy. so Definitely. J- James Wan is uh, winning this, this list. Uh.
3: Um, I would say that I don't like his spinoffs. People are just going off his genius, to be honest. Mm-hmm. And he's not really involved in anymore. Like the Annabelle creation, that was just like, come on, really?
2: Do you have uh, any honorable mentions? Uh,
3: let's see. I was actually going to say The Mummy. You know, the new one, actually. I actually it had this moments where it kind of spooked you a little bit. It wasn't going for that uh, kind of feel. But it kind of just like, every now and then they're like, oh, okay, that's what they're doing. But um, I will say I hated the ending. I know they have to do, do a whole dark universe, but the ending, I hated it. Okay. It made no sense.
4: I just found out the name of that demon from Insidious. Lipstick face demon.
0: <laughs> okay.
4: <laughs> Sorry, we were talking about it. Looking up. All right. Uh,
2: do you want to list your honorable mentions and then your uh, number one?
4: Uh, honorable mentions, uh, <laughs> franchise, uh, well, yeah, pretty much a franchise. Universal monster movies, just in general. Really? Yeah. I have to watch the old this ones. Is your honorable, it's honorable mentions? It's my honorable mention.
2: That's not my honorable mention, too.
4: Okay. Yeah, just, just in general, like, all, any, all of them, uh, <laughs> the Ghost Talks, a Three Stooges episode. It's the one where they're mov- moving some, like, yeah stuff out, and it has a talking, uh, ghost of a, ghost... Talking Suit of Armor, there
1: go. And oh, yeah. Yeah, I remember,
4: yeah, I remember seeing... I, actually, I think when I saw it, it was around Halloween time, and I just... It made me... I, I cracked up laughing, and I liked that one a lot, because in, in that episode, they make a joke about another comedian on a lake, Red Skelton. Mm-hmm.
1: Dude, if you don't uh, laugh at any material that Three Stooges had, you have no sense of humor. Uh,
4: <laughs> this one, I... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say it as honorable mention, because it's pretty... It, it's definitely... A, gruesome for a horror movie. Trick or treat. Oh okay. yeah, I've
2: heard of that one. Anthology. i oh, actually I've seen that one. I mean, but it takes place it... on Halloween, so that's a good. Right. Yeah, yeah,
4: that's what. Yeah, that one. I just figured it's pretty gory, messed up. My first time seeing it was around Halloween, and I was not expecting half of what I saw. Uh, this one, I know Eric knows. Lady in White. Damn, I put that on my list too. Yeah, mm-hmm. it clicked in my head. Uh,
1: so there's Lady in White and Lady in Black.
4: Uh, this it, it's not connected to it. It's um, this movie is pretty much this kid on Halloween gets trapped in a school closet and he pretty much sees this ghost of a girl
2: getting murdered.
4: Yeah. And, and it's, it's he's like he like sees her murder but she, he doesn't see the murderer. And the entire movie is him trying to figure it out and he's kind of getting haunted by the girl. That does, that that
2: does have a really good strong and I, I remember Halloween vibe.
4: seeing it as a kid, it it was pretty creepy. Especially like Back, What did it come out? Like eighty eight. Eighty eight, yeah. Like the special effects in there were, for the time, were decent. Alright,
3: so and, and I just thought of another um, oh. honorable mention, Six Sense.
1: Yeah, it was a good one. Never seen it. No.
3: Once I found out it's, the ending of it, I just uh, didn't want to watch
1: it. It's okay. one of the M Night Shyamalan movies it, I actually liked. Yeah,
4: yeah. Usually, um, it,
2: if probably. there's a movie with a big twist and someone ruins it for me, I won't watch it. All That's right. why I haven't seen Fight Club. Right.
4: My last honorable oh. mention. This one I picked it because it has to do with Halloween and it's not, it's 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 an anime. It's Cowboy Bebop the movie. I just I wanted to throw something that was left field again.
1: Is that even like horror based? It's or Halloween film.
4: You know it it the. the I don't entire, watch Cowboy Bebop, so I wouldn't the, know. The the movie takes place on Halloween. Some oh. terrorist is just trying to like detonate some like bio biochemical bomb or something. Okay. And but your, your number one is? It takes place during like a Halloween festival. Uh, I'm having... Uh, it, the remake. Okay. Uh, it's creepy, scary, and it, it, I, it has a mix of frights. It's not just, oh, it's just about a clown or it's just about this. The story
2: was amazing, yeah. Yeah, and
4: acting, story, was amazing. All right, I'm going to go through uh, my honorable mentions.
1: Go ahead, uh, I have 13. I counted. Dude, oh, <laughs> I got a whole list.
4: <laughs> Although technically... the. the the new It isn't a remake, it's a movie, but...
2: I feel like Honorable Mentions is just a way for us to cheat and make a long-ass list that we want
1: to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: pretty much. Abbott Castello Costello meet Frankenstein. Yeah, he scratched that off earlier. Uh, so I, I, I agree Hocus that. Pocus Pocus. Mm-hmm. The original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Dead Alive. Uh, Black Cat, which is a Boris Karloff movie, which is awesome. It's more of a... Not really a horror, but it's psychological kind of... Suspense. Uh, the It miniseries. Killer Clowns from Outer Space. I was going to add that to my list. Rocky Horror Picture Show. Henry, which is actually based on a serial killer. Um, okay, my list
4: is pretty long. So I'm gonna... The Scream
2: franchise.
4: <laughs> Top five of Eric's um, honorable mentions. <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: Hatchet. And. It's uh, a franchise or. I'm gonna go with Friday the Thirteenth Part Three because that's my favorite sequel. Mm -hmm. And number one is Return of the Living Dead. Yeah, I that was oh that was one of my honorable mentions, but I scratched it out. Yeah, it's uh, I'm not a big zombie fan, but I do enjoy like '80s zombies movies. I mean, even if it's like, uh, you know, Night of the Living Dead, Return of the Living Dead. Uh, yeah, actually, uh, I forgot. Whoever wrote Brand who.
1: I think it's safe to assume George A. Romero.
4: George Romero? No George. Okay. <laughs> on. The, the, Rest r- in r- peace. Return of the Living Dead. It, it's not it, the guy who made Return of the Living Dead. Worked with him on uh, Night of the Living Night of where? Where? Night of the Living Dead. Then they had a little little thing going on where they split up, and then pretty much Romero was like, "Oh well, oh, I, I can I use I this. can use Dead, and you can use Living Dead."
1: I think I heard about that,
4: yeah. Yeah.
2: Okay, so, Return of the Living Dead was directed by Dan O'Bannon. It's got uh, Tom Matthews, who was actually uh, Tommy Jarvis from the... or He was one of the the final Tommy Jarvis from Friday the 13th franchise. It's just a fun zombie movie. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: So, um, I don't know if if Dan O'Bannon worked with George Romero, Romero, but they kind of split the franchise where it's like, you can take Day and I'll take... uh, it,
4: it, it was dead in uh, The living, living.
2: Living, yeah. And he... Because he wanted to do more of like a comedic approach. Um, I might be wrong with this. Don't chew my head off. Um, it's been a while since I've watched special features on it, so that's why. Um, it's just a very fun zombie movie. and You got Lenny Quigley, who's also in Night of the Demons. Dude, she can't keep her clothes on in either of these movies. Any movie she does, she can't keep her clothes on. <laughs> um, but it's just, you know... This uh, toxic chemical from uh, these barrels of dead bodies get uh, released and summon the dead and it's very campy and it's fun and I think that's why people love it so much, just the campiness. It's not special effects; it's a dude in a suit and it's it got a very strong Halloween vibe. I think the first time I saw it, I think it was on Spenguli around Halloween. So I mean that's why I always kind of have a con- like a connection to it. So every yeah. Halloween I watch it.
4: It's got a, it's got a very unique uh, zombie, the main zombie in it, Tarman. Mhm. Which Brian has on like three shirts. <laughs> dude, I love Tarman. It's freaking awesome. Sounds like a superhero. It's it's awesome because I was just uh I think uh last time I watched I watched like the freaking commentary on it or whatever, and uh the way they did the special effects on was awesome. Like, plus, they, it, it's funny. Like, it, it is 100% a dude in a suit, but they make it look like, like he's missing, like, chunks of skin. You can see bone. It was, it was really good. And a very iconic zombie, like I said.
2: Alright, so, uh, those were our top five, plus some, <laughs> Halloween picks. Um, so I think we're done for this episode. Because cool. I think we went... Way longer than I thought we were going to.
1: Yeah.
4: George A. Romero was in the movie, uncredited. Probably he maybe. was a Washington reporter.
2: Huh. They probably used his voice or something like that. Yeah. Alright, so uh sign out. I'm Eric. I'm Brennan. I'm Chris. And I'm Rudy. And you just listened to...
0: It hey, hey, from the video store.